The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Psych Up Live with your host, Dr. Suzanne Phillips. This is the show that brings you a psychological perspective on common and current life issues. Here is Dr. Suzanne Phillips. Thanks for joining me on Psych Up Live today. An estimated 70% of adults in the U.S. have experienced a traumatic event at least once in their lives combat trauma, sexual assault, the loss of a child, natural disaster, loss of a family member at suicide, sexual trafficking, racism, bullying, hate crimes. At any given time, more than 13 million people have PTSD. Now, they say the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. I think that's true in terms of healing trauma. Because when you're healing trauma, sometimes you just need to start, and seemingly small steps can have a big impact. Today, you're going to hear about a year-long online trauma course with a community of 27 women, which became, for them, a powerful healing journey. Our guest today is Savannah Sanders. She's the author of Sex Trafficking Prevention, a trauma-informed approach for parents and professionals, which she did a show on for on Psych Up Live earlier. She's also the founder and co-trainer of the online course we're going to be speaking about, Conquer Trauma, A Year of Transformation. Drawing upon her own childhood abuse and experience of being trafficked, plus insights gained from her years of survivor advocacy, professional studies in social work, and personal therapy, Savannah recognized that being informed about trauma and understanding strategies for healing meant being empowered. And being empowered in a community, even an online community, made learning and healing possible. Savannah Sanders, it is my pleasure to welcome you back to Psych Up Live. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today. Okay, I'm very excited to to talk to you about this course that you gave. What made you decide, Savannah, to do an online course? Well, for one, I feel like it was more accessible. A lot of the women that have been in the course are working moms or have very busy schedules. And honestly, they're from all over the country. And so we wanted to make it accessible. Um, so we do it through Zoom so that everybody can see each other if they choose to. And I feel like that's really given people an opportunity to connect in a way where, especially if they're in a rural community that doesn't have a lot of resources or somewhere that they don't have access to a vehicle, um, this gives people an opportunity to connect. Yeah, that makes sense. So now I noticed that you, you ask people some questions to help them decide whether or not they should join the course. What are the kinds of things that people would be asked or should think about when they're deciding, is this a course for me? So really... 
I think that um, there's there's definitely a lot of different questions, but one of them is just understanding if somebody has experienced any type of trauma. And I think one of the things that has helped people um, giving some definitions of trauma at the forefront is really key because I feel like a lot of people might not even understand that they've experienced a traumatic event. Um, understanding if their personal or relationships have are being affected and they can't break cycles no matter what they're trying is something that we ask. Um, just some questions about really seeing like how trauma can play mm. in everybody's mm. life, whether it's parenting, their jobs, their personal relationships, um, and understanding that by getting to the root of all of these different cycles, we can truly break them. You know, what I love about, I love what you're saying, and what I loved about the idea of a course is in the trauma work I've done for many, many years, giving people, as you, as we're going to talk about it, the information really helps them make meaning. You feel so helpless after trauma that when you start to learn about it, you have a sense of agency. You begin to be able to have a little bit more control over understanding what happened to you. So the idea of informing with the course from the from the day I learned about your work, I wanted people to hear it. Now, it's called Conquer Trauma, a year of transformation. Now, Conquer, I know, is an acronym. So maybe you can tell our listeners what Conquer stands for and why you chose it. Yeah, so honestly, I don't know why I chose it. <laughs> it's funny, it kind of just came to me one day after I had had a major breakthrough of my own. Um, I had a major breakthrough of healing one night and I had this really intense dream. And the next day I woke up and I just thought about my healing journey. And I, I said, I don't want to... I don't want to be a survivor anymore. I mean, I am a survivor, but I don't want to just survive. Like, I want to conquer this. I think that I really can fully overcome the trauma I've experienced. And the word conquer came to me. And so did these steps that I went through through my own healing journey. And it kind of all just came to me in like a really profound way. And I wrote the whole curriculum in less than 48 hours. Wow. I mean, sometimes it just comes together. Um, so yeah. what do what do the letters... Now, you, you really formulated it in a way that the letters each stand for one of the steps that becomes part of the curriculum that yep. we're going to speak about. Maybe we can just give our listeners those seven steps. Yeah. So C stands for courageously face the things that are holding you back. And in that portion of the curriculum, we really talk about like all forms of trauma and abuse and negative messaging that we've received from the from society. We talk about moral injury and narcissism and some of the kind of things that don't necessarily always get talked about mm. when about trauma. And it's all just definitions and a foundation of understanding about all the different types of trauma. Were some people surprised that they didn't even know that something they had experienced was actually could be considered a trauma? Absolutely. In fact, we've had somebody join that didn't know what their trauma was and through the first six weeks were was able to I 
identify the controlling patterns within her childhood home that really affected her. Um, and so that was a big breakthrough for her. Mm. Wow. Okay. Now, O. O stands for observe how your heart and mind have been affected. And that is where we really go into the science. Um, we read, uh, there's a recommended book that I, I recommend to everybody um, called The Body Keeps the Score. Mm-hmm. And we and we talk about all of the different ways that trauma affects our body, our brain, our heart, and how it gets stored. And then N stands for navigating ways to address trauma at a core level. And that's where we go through all the different types of healing modalities that are available to individuals out in the community, from EMDR therapy to different you know, meditations that have trauma components and um, homeopathy and everything in between. So I'm really big about not telling anybody how or what to do, but just giving them the tools to make decisions for their own healing journey. Terrific. And then Q is all about quantifying what healing looks like in your life. And I feel like this is a missing piece in a lot of the information and articles that are out in the world around trauma is really like, how do we know when we're healing? What things are we seeing? What aha moments are happening? And are we going longer and longer between triggers? Because even because when we can focus on that, we're still healing, even when we're having major setbacks, it keeps that hope alive. You know, it's like the biofeedback that works with dieting or other forms of biofeedback, when you actually know and can see, you say quantify, it, it keeps your momentum going, even if one day may not be a good day. Exactly, exactly. And then U stands for use the skills you've gained that set you apart. And this is really about understanding that as horrific as the things that we've experienced are, our survival skills that we gain through those processes are things that we can really um, take advantage of in our lives today. So I use kind of the um, kind of the example that I use is from when I was on the streets, I had to really learn how to resource for myself and where my next meal was coming from, whose house I could crash out, whose house I couldn't. And I recognized as I was going through college that I still use those same skills when I was looking at getting a new job. Mm-hmm. Or So it's really about understanding those experiences and how we can use them to our advantage as adults to meet our goals that we're wanting to meet. It's such a great example of when we talk about the wisdom of the survivor, so you're saying, let's not throw everything away about your past journey if it has been so painful and so traumatic, because let's, in fact, celebrate your ability to survive and take those skills with us. Yeah, and and also understand the ones that we don't need anymore, but mm-hmm. being able to make those decisions for ourselves, like, I don't need disassociation in my life anymore, and that was something that I really worked on trying to get rid of, but I did you know, really utilize the resource skills that I had created. And so just being able to make those decisions for you to create the journey that you're wanting. Mm, Really important. And then E 
is all about experiencing new triumphs. And uh, scientifically, there's like the emotional side of the brain and all these different types of the brain, but I'm going to kind of simplify it a little bit and call it the trauma side of the brain and the resource side of the brain. Okay. When we are experiencing new things that are creating new patterns, while we're not getting rid of the, the traumatic experiences we've had, we are giving our bodies and brains the opportunity to pull from new resources. So for an example, and this is a big one, but I was trafficked on 11th Street, right, in Indian school in Arizona. And when I got my first anti-trafficking job, it was on 11th Street in Indian school. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> and it was very triggering at first, I won't lie. But as my time there progressed and I made new memories and new friends and I started to have a lot of positive impacts, when I drive down towards that area anymore, my first thought is about my job there with my friends. And my secondary thought is the trafficking and the trauma that happened there. That's really different. Wow. That's a real triumph. Yes. And so sometimes it can be something big like that, or sometimes it could just be, you know, if you were in a car accident and you were having a hard time driving, creating new patterns where you're safe pulling out of the driveway or safe stepping out of the door, or maybe it's just reading a book, a self-help book that helps you think in a way that you hadn't thought before, or it's a conversation with a friend. And goal is to really help people seek out those new experiences to increase the resource side of their brain. Mm, That's terrific. And then R is realize your greatest potential and recognize what's right with you. Because after all of this work that we've done and we continue to do, One of the things that can happen is that we relate everything in our life as adults to the trauma that we've experienced. And for a lot of times that's true, but also there's so many things that are amazing and right with you that are just natural abilities that you were born with and given. And so realizing that you, no matter what you've gone through, you can be your absolute best self and most authentic self. And there are a ton of things that are already right with you and there's nothing wrong with you. Mm, I love that one because, and it's something that I work with often, which is you you want to help people not let the trauma become their forever identity. Right. Because it, yeah, but it really locks them into the, the most painful time of their life. And as you say, doesn't even allow them, if you get frozen into that identity, to realize potential way beyond that trauma. So um, I really think that that's a very important one. Someone once once asked me, do you get over it or do you get on with it? And I was a military woman and I said, I think you do both at the same time. We Mm -hmm. can't make it disappear. But as you get on with it, you start to put it in a different perspective. Exactly. And you start to create your own narrative. And it's funny because when I first started my healing journey, I always, I call that my blissfully unaware stage where I almost like as I was going through my healing, I kind of wished I could go back to being blissfully unaware and just live my life the way I was, even though it was incredibly painful and I didn't know anything about trauma or my experiences, but it was almost an unaware piece. And then I started working on my trauma 
And then I started recognizing all the aspects of my life that were affected by the trauma and the layers and the layers that I had to work through. We're going to come back to this, Savannah. We're going to have to take a quick break. I apologize for interrupting. You've been listening to Psych Up Live, and we're speaking with Savannah Sanders. She's the author of Sex and Trafficking Prevention, and she's the founder and co-trainer of the online course Conquer Trauma, A Year of Transformation. Stay with us. We have much more. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you ever experienced the joy of living, not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself? Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy, from a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease, to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. After years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Psych Up Live. Join in our conversation today by calling Dr. Suzanne Phillips or her guest at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radiohostphillips at gmail.com. Now, back to Psych Up Live. Welcome back to Psych Up Live. We're speaking with Savannah Sanders. She's the creator and the co-trainer of the online course, Conquer Trauma, A Year of Transformation. And I want to clarify something that I had not exactly right, which is the first group that is taking the journey is in the midst, right in the middle of their journey. Um, And so we're going to be hearing about who those women are, generally speaking, and how they have been responding. But before we do that, I asked... Savannah, if she would consider that all of us listening are in the first session of her course and what she would tell us about the format, because I want all of us listening to know exactly how this unfolds. So, Savannah, what would you be telling us in the first session? So, really, we would just be starting off with some information about how the group is going to go over the course of the year. And what that looks like is that we're so well one we're just so excited about everybody being here and being willing to learn something new and be in a community with other women that have similar experiences with varying backgrounds and 
just I just want everybody to know that everybody that's coming to this group may not have the same exact stories, but they have similar experiences and different backgrounds and things. There's something in everybody's story that draws us together. Mm, okay. And so we want everybody to feel comfortable. Um, we totally understand that life happens and we don't want anybody to ever feel any shame or guilt if they missed a session or they didn't do something. Um, this is all about loving you exactly where you're at. And I truly believe that no matter what happens, people get get what they need out of the session that they're able to attend or something that they're able to read in the Facebook group and just not to give yourself pressure to feel shame if something happens. The other thing is, is that over the next, so our first six weeks is going to be all about understanding our trauma and different types of abuse. So what that'll look like is me and my co-presenter, Allison presenting for the first 30 minutes or so on different topics of education and information about trauma, and then we'll discuss as a group. This first group today, we're not going to be doing any of that. We're just going to get to know each other, and you're able to share anything you want, um, or you can just listen, and you don't have to participate depending on how you feel. So those are some of the basics of the first session. And then we start diving into the sessions um, of each step over the next year. So we do six weeks on for each letter um, of conquer. And that really gives everybody good amount of discussion and a good amount of information and education because we do half the class education and information in the second half of the class discussion and answering questions. And what I've really found is that no matter what I present on that day, um, because I run two groups right now, one in the morning, one in the evening. And what I found is each group, once somebody starts discussing something, people immediately have their own aha moments or Mm -hmm. connect thing that they say, and then kind of takes on a life of its own. And we just continue to support where it goes organically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so validating. That's the universality that we talk about happens in group. That's terrific. Mm-hmm. So it's and six weeks of each conquer, observe, each one of the strategies you spoke to us about. Mm-hmm. So we do six weeks on and then we take off a week of self-care. And during that week of self-care, I really encourage everybody to do something beyond taking a bubble bath, right? Like mm-hmm. really look at the things that you've lo- learned over the last six weeks and where you're currently at in your healing journey. And what could you focus on this week that kind of brings something like that to fru- fruition for you? Um, maybe it is taking a weekend off to go stay in a hotel by yourself or something. You know what I mean? Whatever it is for you. Mm-hmm kind of all come up with our things that we're working on, including me and my co-presenter. We go through the group with everybody. We do the same work that everybody else is doing. Mm. And we post that on our private Facebook page, like the things that we're doing. We ask questions. And that's where a lot of the support from the other members comes for other members as well. So a private Facebook page means only the women or the people in the course have access to that page. 
Yes. Okay, so that pro- pro- protects some confidentiality. Mm-hmm. Is confidentiality something that you speak about in the it, at the beginning when you're setting up their understanding of how the course will unfold? Yes, we say that every... So one of the big things that we stress is this is not a therapy group. I am not a licensed therapist. All of the information in this group is on psychoeducation. And that's where all of the foundation of the group comes from. The other thing that we talk about is confidentiality and that this is a confidential group with nothing should nothing that's heard here should be shared anywhere. But we also warn other you know, warn everybody too that anytime something is shared in a group setting just to be that it's confidential, but there's always the chance that somebody could break confidentiality right, and right. be aware of that. That's true with a group. Now, <laughs> what about the access to journal prompts and articles? What about so, that piece? Yeah, so in the Facebook group, or depending on if somebody's not on Facebook and they want me to email them, then we have journal prompts that have been created throughout the whole group Um, One of the first ones that we do is just really helping people identify like where they want to be a year from now Mm -hmm. in the very beginning. And um, so that gets sent to everybody. And then also in the Facebook group, there's a file that says week one, week two, and that has the journal prompts. And then we do realization Wednesdays on Wednesday and self-care Sundays every week where we talk about the realizations we've had for the week, something we did for ourselves that week. And then that's where I post articles and videos and different journal prompts as well that come up for each session. So it's very rich in terms of support and material, but people are also given the option to do it really on their own time and in their own way. Yes, absolutely. And my co-presenter, Allison, I I take the lead on the presentation and the information. And while I'm doing that, we both share in the discussion, but she's really there to help reach out to maybe somebody that's not there to check on them. She's text you know she's texting and um messaging the other individuals that are in the group and witnessing and uh, um, being aware of the group dynamic and then writes down a bunch of notes for us to do follow-up with individuals based on things that came up during the group you know when you think about how profound isolation is to the victim of a trauma i mean five people could have suffered the natural disaster but at that time, everyone feels like the world has stepped away from them. So the way in which people are held in this program, in this course, is really, I can see how it would be extremely valuable. Because if I can't make it to the Zoom call and your co-trainer texts me or emails me, that might be incredibly important to making me feel I'm not abandoned. Yes. And we do it in a way that our premise is really not to make anybody feel shame about missing because we, you know, we, I, we've even offered like, do you want me to send you some information about what we talked about in group or something like that, just so that they get the basis of the information without feeling guilt about missing it for whatever reason. Mm. 
So let's talk about the group itself. Um, were you surprised at the number of people who signed up? <clears throat> and was there <clears throat> was there a similarity in the group? I would say that most of the women are between the ages of 28 and 38. Okay. And um, that did, that wasn't really like something that we planned or anything like that. That's, I just think what some of the women were um, speaking to really, like what part of the group spoke to them was the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And so that was... Um, that was really unique to see that age group. So I think that some says something too. And then also everybody's coming from really diverse backgrounds and mm-hmm. also very diverse areas. We have people from California to Florida. So mm-hmm. um, in the timeframes tend to um, work for those times. We try to keep it where it's not too late for the East coast and not too early for the for the West Coast. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's interesting that age group, Savannah, would be more technically savvy than 65, you know, to 75. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, we, we would hope that there would be a way to access the group for whom it's not so easy to just jump on a Zoom call, but it makes sense in terms of the age group. Now, how many are typically... Present through Zoom at a weekly uh, course meeting? Anywhere from, I would say, nine to 10 on each session. Okay. And are there people who are always on that call or does it really vary? Um, I would say there's a pretty strong foundational group of six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of where one or one person has missed one or two sessions around that. Um, and then there's probably about five that signed up that didn't start. So now when, when you present the beginning material, it's didactic and psychoeducational in nature. And then mm-hmm. there's, then there's, um, <clears throat> excuse me today. Then there's room and space for questions and discussion are they generally directing everything to you and your co-leader or has it, now that you're into it for half a year, are they actually speaking to each other? I would say they're more sharing and speaking to each other. Mm. There as, hasn't been too much. It's more of sharing realization and recula- recollection instead of asking a lot of questions. There are questions that come up and we might say something that kind of builds on something that's been said. But honestly, it's really the group leader and myself myself and the group co-facilitator and the other group just sharing our aha moments with each other, which I think is really profound. It really is because this is a course and they're almost, I want to say, emotionally smart enough to use this setting to bear witness to things no one else has been able to really hear and hold for them. So it's really wonderful that they're able to share. Yeah, I think it's been really beautiful. And, and, you know, me and my co-facilitator are both trauma survivors as well. And 
I've had some major aha moments just from stuff that other members have brought up. Well, the well, part of the power of the group is it's occurred so much in different also psychoeducational groups is that someone will say something. I remember once it was a men's group. They were <clears throat> they were uniform service providers and one man said something and someone else in the group said what he said is what I can't say but what I feel. And that's exactly what you want to happen in a group. Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually almost verbatim what just happened in one of our recent groups. Um, A lot of the women were sharing specifically around sex and sexual health aspects. And that was something that we were talking about that night. And one of the group members said, I, everything that you guys just said is things that I've been wanting to talk about for a really long time, but I just didn't have the words to acknowledge it. That's terrific. That's terrific. And, you know, um, they say what's incomprehensible is traumatic. So when someone now has the words for it, Savannah, that not only is informative in terms of learning, but it's also emotionally very restorative. Yeah. I think one of the things that I've been most in awe of is just how safe everyone has felt with each other so quickly to be sharing stuff with this group that they've never said out loud to anybody else before. Well, that speaks to the environment that you and your co-leader have provided. And it's, I think I asked you, but I'm not sure if, if I asked you online or when we took the break, how many are actually seeing each other and let's say of the 10 and how many are just using the audio on Zoom? I would say 90% use video, 10% use audio. Oh, terrific. So there's the eye contact. Mm-hmm. It's terrific. We're going to have to take a break. There's so much more to speak about. You've been listening to Psych Up Live, and we're speaking with Savannah Sanders. She's the founder and co-trainer of the online course, Conquer Trauma, A Year of Transformation. We're really taking a close look at the power of this educational online group. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Every day, we're surrounded by technical buzzwords and jargon that can go way over our heads. Now, there's a show that brings it all back down to earth. Tune in for today, Tomorrow's Technologies, with host Jose Negron. We'll not only explain the new technologies that are shaping our world, we'll give you the benefits and backstory of these technologies. Listen for T3 with Jose Negron, live every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Psych Up Live. Join in our conversation today by calling Dr. Suzanne Phillips or her guest at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radiohostphillips at gmail.com. Now, back to Psych Up Live. Welcome back to Psych Up Live. We're speaking with Savannah Sanders. She's the founder and co-trainer of the online course, Conquer Trauma, a year of transformation. She's right in the middle of the year, of the first year of the first group going through. And it's really remarkable what she's sharing in terms of a course that is psychoeducational, but in so giving these women meaning and an opportunity to share. This has become extremely therapeutic as well as empowering. Um, I was wondering, we spoke a little bit at the break, Savannah, are the women ever interested in contacting each other outside of the, the um, course? Yeah, I think a lot of community building happens in the Facebook group and messages between each other. Um, and, you know, this is all really about building community because, Um, I think the more people you have around you that you can talk openly about your experiences and your revelations is really, I mean, I think some of my most amazing healing moments have come and come from sharing a burrito with a best friend and just talking about our Mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. So I really encourage everybody, um, like if they don't have a support system to find a support system within the group. Well, One of the things, next week I'm headed to the American Group Psychotherapy Association, which will be 2,000 people running groups and being in groups. And we say over and over again when it comes to healing and trauma, people, just what you said, people heal in community. Uh, It really restores a person's sense of being cared about, of having similar problems to the rest of humanity, and of there being a, a reason for hope. So it's... It's profoundly important, I think, what you're offering. The, the other question I had is, this is a woman's group coming, coming through now. And I know you're going to be offering this group again. Um, when does the next group start, Savannah? It starts in April. So we have um, registration that's open right now for our next group starting in April. Okay, and we're gonna, we'll mention that a little bit at the end. But would you ever consider a male-female group? Absolutely. And one of the reasons, well, I would, I'd like to see a men's group, a women and men's group, and honestly, using the conquer trauma system to target specific or um, populations that have experienced specific things too, and just using the, the conquer trauma system as kind of the foundation of information um, as people process through. So, you know, mom entrepreneurs who've experienced trauma and you know parents parent maybe even a parents group for you know working through trauma and parenting Um, so I think it's very versatile well one thing you did say that I have seen happen in living color is if you first give people a homogeneous experience like all women 
or and an all men's group or an all um, policemen's group or an all nurses group, that really often is very restorative. Then they're in a great position to be in a mixed group. Absolutely. Um, and so it's it as as you know and as you've been implying throughout, this is a journey. So this is sort of just the beginning. Your your folks are midway through, but. I have a feeling they're going to be leaving, wanting more, and looking for continued opportunities. Maybe you'll have follow-up groups. But people, once they're on the journey, just like you, Savannah, you know, you, you've been on a journey that just not, has not stopped. And the power of what you're offering now is really pretty impressive. Um, in terms of you and your leader, one thing I wanted to ask, has anything come up? in this course that really was totally startling or very surprising to you? Um, no, I don't. I, honestly, I, nothing super surprising has came up other than just like the vulnerability and honesty. I mean, we've gotten really, really deep with some really intense things that I that's kind of that was kind of shocking to me especially since that formed like within the first three weeks of the group mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were ready to share um, yeah one of my other questions was I love the idea of this private Facebook page and that you give them a journal prompt I mean we we know research shows the value of journaling narrating healing was there any prompt that you have found over time that is the one that people really resonate with um doing a timeline of their life has been one that's really been helpful and then also just the looking towards the future I think when we're in survival mode working through our trauma that sometimes we forget to look at the future and um, so that one's been really helpful as well. It really, that's interesting because whenever people, just as you say, are traumatized or have had a trauma, even with couples who've suffered a terrible trauma, we always talked about going back to reach outside of the frozen ice cube they're in to remember who they were before. Um, so mm-hmm. that they can access those wonderful aspects about themselves before life became so painful, as well as then envisioning where they would be in the future. Because as you say, when you're stuck in trauma, there's no past and there's no future. You just feel very, very stuck. So that's interesting, the timeline. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I wanted to ask is, do the women report that they share things with their significant others or with other friends, do you think that they take the group and what they learned with them to other places? Well, now you're going to make me cry. Um, Yes, absolutely. In fact, almost every group, um, I mean, we've had people talking to their moms about things for the first time. We've had people going back to their spouse with something that they learned. Um, I mean, and it, and that they'll share that in the group too. Like, Oh, I had the, like, I just had this conversation or we just had this major breakthrough. So that to me is huge in the aspect of quantifying what healing is looking like in your life too, is like seeing those um, moments and those conversations get started. And honestly, that's one of the reasons I 
wrote my book back in 2015, I just wanted people to start conversations and um, to see that happening in this group so organically has been really beautiful. It's so powerful. I'm with you on this one because if I can talk about it in Savannah's group, in the Conquer Trauma group, and it was safe and the feedback was supportive, then and there they are. Then I'll risk taking it outside. And once you take it outside, it really makes it real. I think it's just, that's a wonderful sort of, I think, reflection of the healing as well as the learning that seems to be taking place in this group. What, I mean, when I being a group person, when I think about Yalom's factors about group install, installing hope and social microcosms that are worked out in terms of bringing family issues in and the socializing that's taking place and the catharsis, I mean, this is a learning course, but the, the therapeutic impact seems to be tremendous. Yeah, it's been pretty amazing so far. So now... Let, let's tell our listeners, how can they find you, your book, which is wonderful. You can go back on my website to, to the show that uh, Savannah did earlier. But how would they find about, uh, out about you and even about a future course that they might think about? Yeah. So um, you can visit my website, conquertrauma.com. And I have the different courses and my one-on-one coaching and different classes that I have, I have available on there. Um, and then my book, Sex Trafficking Prevention, you can find on Amazon. And I actually have several um, curriculums on trafficking prevention and different things like that on my other website, which is sextraffickingprevention.org. And you can get a hold of me through both of those websites and um we, our next group is launching in April. It's going to be the third week of April, um, the week of the 15th. And that's most likely going to be on a Tuesday around 11 a.m. Um, uh, Mountain Standard Time. Mm-hmm. And then our next group will be in August, and then that'll be an evening session. And the reason I do that is so that um, depending on where people at or what they have going on, they can either pick the morning session or the evening session as they they become available. So once they go on your website, there is access to looking at your information about upcoming groups and actually registering? Yeah, and the, the Conquer Trauma One Year of Transformation is only $49 a month. I wanted to make it very accessible to people so you pay $49 to hold your spot, and then it's $49 a month for the 12, 12 spots, or 12 months. 12 months, $49 per month, and that includes not only your your coursework, the 90 minutes a week, but the access to the Facebook and the, if somebody really was in trouble, could they contact you and or your co-trainer? Yeah, we are both social workers. We're not licensed clinical social workers, so we're not therapists, but we both have had about, between the two of us, 26 years in the field of um, mental health. Mm-hmm. And so we will definitely, if there's an emergency or anything like that, we, we're we both tra- trained in crisis intervention, and then we will connect them with resources. It's terrific. 
Um, Savannah, this has been a wonderful show and a true gift. I want to thank you for coming back to Psych Up Live. I'm so excited by this course and the number of people it could reach. It is so accessible in many ways. Thank you for making your journey uh, an opportunity for others to take a journey out of trauma and back to the best of them. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here today. Thank you. I want to thank my listeners. I want to remind you that this show will be a podcast by 6 p.m. tonight, and you can hear any prior show as a podcast on the podcast app of your iPhone, on iTunes, on Voice America, on Psych Up Live. Remember to drop me a comment or a question at radiohostphillips at gmail.com. Until next week, though, please take care. Thanks, and be listening. Thank you for tuning in to Psych Up Live. Please join Dr. Suzanne Phillips for another edition of our programming next Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, be well and be listening.